Warning the following program contains world premiere certified ball players and credible interviews. Latest hottest content material may not be suitable for people with the following medical condition original phobia. Acute player hater disorder. No jumper. No handles. Allergic to playing defense. If you suffer from any of these conditions, contact your coaching staff. License to Ball podcast where certified ballers play. And now there's your host, Hip Hop. Welcome to License Ball. This is Hip Hop. Day two, super soft camp over there. Man in Jackson camp, um, camp, Clay's event. Day two answer a lot more questions for me. I hope for everybody else as well. Seeing these players showing up and especially the top 20 game helped me out a lot and see what these guys could do in day two. We had a lot of standouts on this day two than day one. Day one was kind of rough because we didn't have jerseys and jersey numbers. So a lot of kids blended in. If you didn't have like standout shoes, or stand out and use this look apart, like seven feet tall. I'm kind of blended in because I seen some guys today. They probably was balling yesterday, but it's just so hard to tell when it when it's set up like that. But today was more enjoyable to watch. Got some great highlights, great content. We're gonna have my boy Afon Robert Alfonso from Baseline and Sideline on Sideline on today. I can't even talk today, y'all. He's gonna be on. We're gonna bring him in soon. We're going to chop this up and break down this thing. But I think this is the 12th annual thing he does. Like I said in the last cast, he pretty much have at least one or two players in the NCAA every year that went to this camp. And even in the pros too, but for sure NCAA on that. So with no delay, we're going, we're going to go and buzz in. Robert Alfonso Jr. in. This interview is sponsored by SUV TV Experience Sports Live Streams. Original content. Shoot, that's wrong button. Highlight. I'm all messed up right now. My head all over the place. I'm hitting wrong buttons and stuff. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. In this corner, Robert Alfonso Jr., from baseline to sideline.com, covering gridiron to the hardwood, current world heavyweight champion. What's going on, man? Nothing, man. What's going on with you? Nothing much. Just trying to get this show on, but man, I I need to get my head on this focus, get my game face on, because <laughs> I'm messing up hitting hitting wrong buttons. Nah, I get it. I get it. Appreciate you having me as always. Oh, most definitely, man. Before we get on, let's get caught up, man. What you been doing in basketball? Because 
You ain't been on the show, I think, what, three weeks? So what's been going on with you in basketball in the past three weeks? Man, three weeks basketball has just been a lot of events I've covered. Um, preparing to do some preparing to do some other events um, on my own or with some partnerships with some people as well as working on doing my doing an event down in Miami the first week of August that I'll let you know about in advance to see if what availability you got to get you down there. I think I can make it down there. I, I can pretty much got weekends off. I'll probably end up driving though because I wouldn't want to fly because I'm going to take my son so we oh, just have to drive. Of course. Of course. No, I get it. Look, I get it. But now basketball and then the next then basically starting um, June 6th which is Monday um, the month of June goes back to the Georgia high school coaches and they'll have their teams ready to get started for the summer travel, I mean, for the summer high school season for this month of June, there'll be team camps at Georgia State, Georgia, Kennesaw State, Mercer, Jacksonville State, you know, so many people all over the mm -hmm. region. You, you're going to have the live period, the 17th, 18th, and 19th, which is the first live period. And then the second live period is the 24th, 25th, and 26th. And that'll be more of a regional. The first one will be all Georgia teams. And the second one will be more regional. That's what, that is what's up. Yep. The Shot Cut League starts tomorrow, right? Over there at Pace? Yes. And then that's not the only one. Like, there's going to be several Shot Clock Leagues this year. I mean, Georgia teams are preparing to, to, to get their season started and trying to understand because it, when the season begins, the entire state of Georgia is going to be under the shot clock. I can't wait. It's going to better the game of basketball. It's going to be rough as, at first, and it's going to be rough on the edges and it'll be discombobulated. But the end effect, it's going to make the game more enjoyable because you got some of these coaches not knocking them. They beating, beating people at the rules they play, but holding the ball, nobody wants to see that, playing four corners, they're stalling. Nobody's playing, they're mm -hmm. stalling. So I can't wait. Yeah. No, it's going to it's gonna be fun. A lot of teams are going to benefit from them. And, and a lot of coaches, as well as players, are going to be exposed underneath that shot clock. Yep. It's, and I think it's going to be a better value. I think for me personally, it's going to help me evaluate you for the next level. Because you're actually kind of playing in the rules of the next level. One thing the next level has mm -hmm. to do is get rid of those halves and start doing jump balls instead of possessions. That they have to do. My, that's what I think. And a couple other people on the same page with me on that. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and and I'm with you on that because I think, I think a lot of teams and a lot of kids, you know, some there were still coaches, even though this has been passed for the last three years, still fighting about not wanting to have shot clocks in the in the state of Georgia. You got a coach you now. Know, and they, <laughs> well, and a lot of them are like, oh. They should wait until they get to college. I was like, but that's not, that's not the way we approach education, is it? Nope. You know what I mean? Like, we're not, we're not teaching kids. We're not telling kids if you want to write MLA format, wait until you get to college. Like, that's that, that doesn't make sense. So, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of what of what Georgia is doing with the shot clock, and I'm looking forward to seeing what it's going to do this summer for many teams.
Yep, I got you. I, I, that makes no sense to me. These people don't like change. This is somebody that don't like change. That's all that is, mm-hmm. I, I personally think. So before we get yeah, into absolutely. day two, super soft, let's, let's go back to, in the, in the memory lane, your first experience with this camp. Well, I mean... It, the, when I've when I've attended this camp, I mean the names, I didn't know at the time, you know the names of a uh, Jason Tatum, a VJ King, um, Trey Young, King. you know Trey Young was there? there. Well, you know he was there, but again, he was minute. I'm not gonna call him little. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he definitely, you know, and I'm not gonna say. I saw him, but I know he's been there. But I can tell you, I've seen Bam out of Bayou, you know, and I saw Jason Tatum when they were all in the same group of class of guys, right? And being able to to see them at such a young age, it is, you know, it, it's nice to see, you know, nice to see where many of them develop, how many of them end up going going somewhere else, you know, and how they end up just being more of a more, you know, like it's almost like that's where their story began, right? Uh-huh. So that's that's the be- that's the beauty about it. It be so many people there I, go to camp. I, I believe you because man, Clay be has some players there. My, no, I mean, when, at, at his pinnacle, he had he you know he had some fantastic players. Yep. And, you, you know, you know, and again, I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, I saw Zion there because I'd be lying to you. But I've seen um, the window. You know, what I mean, I've seen a, a few different kids go there who have emerged as D1 prospects. Mm-hmm. So, yep, 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 yep. One of them, I have a lot of memories with it. I get I guess it's two. I was talking about the the one on the first podcast of the day where Kewan Johnson, I think mm-hmm. Mickey Mitchell was there and Jalen Brown mm-hmm. and Jalen mm-hmm. Brown came in with his game face on and Kewan Johnson came to play bully ball and Jalen Brown left and with lost. respect. Exactly. <laughs> and lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and, 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 and again, that even separated because Kewan was a fantastic, you know, player, but you know, at the same time, you know, his skills never really sharpened up and went through a few different things. Same thing with Mickey Mitchell. He came in with all the name and the glory, but it was J- JB who left with the recognition. Yeah, skill over substance. I think mm-hmm. it's very few players that every level they have played on in basketball played bully ball. And the last mm-hmm. person I know did it all levels at bully ball is LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And that's Absolutely. one of the greatest basketball players in the world. So that's saying a lot about how hard it is to play bully ball. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it is. And and even when a lot of people questioned that JB would go into the league and he was going to just play bully ball, I'm like, nah, not if not if you get into it and find and and develop your skills. So just a lot of things that people people need to realize and be more aware of. Yep, I totally agree, man. One, uh, it's another one I remember to this day. I had a lot of stories from that, but another one I remember stick out is when they was at Woodworth Academy, 
Yeah, I have his face, man. I can't tell his son. What is tell his son name? He just graduated from Michigan State. Man, Josh Langford. That's it, Josh Langford. Yeah, Josh Langford, yeah. Josh, Josh Langford didn't make the top 20 game, and he didn't make the top 40 game. Mm-mm. And Tellus was, oh, he was. I know. He was hot. And he made it. He was a McDonald's All-American, too. The kid was a McDonald's All-American. Mm-hmm. And he said, I, I just couldn't admit it like so much stuff happened this camp on the on the sidelines behind the scene. Cause I drove away over here for this. My son came and I ain't good enough for any of these games. I was like, man, ooh, it's cold in this room. <laughs> it's cold right, in right. this room. Right. Yeah. I mean, and even and even today, you know, there's a lot of kids who didn't make it. But this isn't the the this isn't the breaking point, nor is it the end of their basketball journey. So. He didn't have a bad career. He didn't set his career back. It, if anything, it motivated Josh to me, in my personal opinion. Oh, I agree. I agree. But like I said, that's why there's kids who left that camp today and were, you know, who should understand like this is not the be- this is not the end. This is the start of the journey, and this is where you you sit there and be like, yo, um, we gotta get stuff. I gotta keep working on my game. Yep. So let's dive into some of these players, man. What's the first player catch your eye and come to mind that uh, need to be recognized? Well, one of the first guys that, that stood out and is pure because of just height, he was like one of the tallest guys in the gym was um, Malachi Moreno, you know, out of Kentucky. I mean, he was about six, he's 6'11", six long. You know, actually was able to play as a rim protector and sometimes switch off and have to guard a guard, but also he could extend the floor with his range. And he was actually number 85 in number 85 in your book, number 85 on your roster. But he uh, he was he was this there's some potential. He plays for Indiana Elite, and and I really liked what I saw from him. Yeah, I'm looking at my roster. These numbers not correct. Oh my, because you said um, I got a five ten kid at in them eighty five. Nah, Michael I, Gray. I got yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I got I got a roster. trust me. I made sure I got the roster with the right numbers. So Malachi Moreno, six eleven, big kid. He's probably on the roster somewhere. I'll probably be better off just looking at the height then matching up with the name. Right, 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 right. They got him 71 on my roster. I don't have an updated one, I think. They got him at gotcha. number 71. That's scary because right. now I got to be careful about if I do any videos on these players. No, I, I'll right make now. sure I send you. I, I'm going to send you the correct ones. Okay. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do that right now. If I, 85 was yeah. on my list, though, because I, I, I emailed myself a list of players. I just did jersey numbers. And 85 mm-hmm. was one of my one of my lists. I was thinking about making a all tournament, all camp team that I normally mm-hmm. do. And he was on my list as one of the ones I, I was gonna do. Gotcha. So Malachi, yeah. Well, so we see we see eye to eye on that. I think he he's um, still kind of raw. Of course. Because he's big. Big just take longer to develop. But I can see. And it's sad. I, I hate to, I hate to do it because 
coaches know this. Nothing, I'm not saying nothing new, but I know it is. I know at the very least at his high school level. I don't know if his coach gonna get the full benefit out of him. No, he won't. I mean, and, and his brother who attended that, and I and I don't know his brother's name, um, attended that camp a few years ago, and he's actually at Eastern Kentucky. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So he's he's definitely um, a kid that is gonna get a shot to to excel and show what he can do at the next level. Yep. And you know, another kid. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Then I was going to do, make sure I got this kid right. I I think I had the right kid, the right jersey number and that, because I, I, I interviewed him yesterday. He's the number one player in Maryland. What, Cameron Ward, 108. Yes. You had him 108 on there? He, he was sexy. I liked him. I liked him a lot. He... He has a good a good disposition by himself. He's a mm-hmm. I could joke with him, and he won't he he won't take it personal. Like I said, some things to him was crazy, but I was joking with him. He knew it, and he just laughed it off, and he joked back with me. And on the court, he not to separate it too. Like he not to get his game face on, and he's very. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's very 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 confident. In his game, because I was messing with him today. I was like, "What you doing standing around here? Man, it's time for you to go home. You didn't get picked for the one top twenty game. They said you was overrated. Right. You, you, you too cocky." <laughs> he stopped busting up laughing. He already knew I was joking with him, and he, right. it's like water off a duck's back. His game, he is so explosive. I think his strongest part about his game, and everybody see anything he could do is the feel for the game and how he understands the game. And one mm-hmm. of the reasons why he's a coach's son. Right. So that makes sense. He under, he sees the game different from everybody else. So that's why I wouldn't you really use he deceivingly athletic because he's a coach's son. He's not leading with his athleticism. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. That's a really good thing. So if I remember correctly, out of all 50 states, we ain't got all 50 states, but we don't have Maryland. We don't have Virginia. But I suspect next time I go in there and look, those are going to be checked off the list of people have downloaded a podcast now. Those two states will be checked off. Well, good. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Because speaking about Virginia, um, you know, there's a there was a young man by the name of, and, I'm, and I know I'm gonna butcher his name, so I apologize in advance. He was, his name is Alex Toamoa, or Toamoa. He told me, and he's from the Virginia area, who happens to go to Gonzaga High School. And he is a 2025, obviously, with a smooth looking jump shot. Is it correct number 73? Is that the correct number on there? No, the number they have for him is 99. But it's Alex. His name is Alex with a T. Again, I don't want to butcher his name again on live. I'm not being recording this and putting this out there. So I apologize in advance. I they got in the book spelled with an A. Because I think I know who you're looking. He's 6'5"? Yeah, but he actually spelled it out for me. Okay. I made sure he spelled it out. Gotcha. They spelled it wrong in here. 
on this thing. Yeah, I, I, look, I'll even tell you the spelling on here just so. It's T-O-U-O-N-O-U. Yep. They got the last name right. Yeah. I missed him today. I don't, I don't think I get. I don't think I seen him play like once. He's probably on the. Was he on the far third, far court, third court? One of the games he was on the early, the first court. Then by the time I think you had a chance to see him, yes, he was down further. Yeah, I didn't get to that. I didn't get to that court too much at all because I said if I, if I got to pick a court on shot, get shoot off two courts at the same time, much mm-hmm. as possible. Mm-hmm. If I'm able to do that, see what I could get. And right. they see you out there with a camera, and these people swear you get all the plays from all at the same mm-hmm. time, all court. Like, no, and I'm not trying to shoot everything either. Right, right. It's impossible to put all well, the stuff yeah. out. Well, it's not, and part of it too is like some of these people are not, um, and I'll say it on here, they're not, they're not paying, they're not rewarding you for your services. I mean, they want it, and yeah, you're getting clips for, for your own stuff and things that you're going to do, but then those people who end up asking aren't the ones that are providing you, aren't the ones that saying, hey, I want to hire you to record me all weekend. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, my price has went up since the last time I was for hire. I don't think they want to pay for me now. <laughs> oh, I mean, my price is high enough to turn them away. <laughs> Look, you're a pro, and that's what people don't understand. You're a pro, and you're a pro at what you do. So appreciate it, man. I gotta, I gotta drop it. I do. I, I feel is. I don't know if it's ego or just to show my body at work. I gotta drop a I gotta drop a nice video that somebody has enough clips where put it out there just to show the young kids this what a mixtape look like. Mm-hmm. Cause I've been seeing one, I've been starving, hungry to see a mixtape online since I've been back, and I have not seen one. I want to see one. I want to watch one. I like I'm enjoy watching them. I have not seen one. I just mm-hmm. seen somebody going a they files and throw a whole bunch of clips and bunch them together, throw them on Instagram real quick. That's what I've been seeing. Mm-hmm. It happens. It happens. I mean, sometimes some of these, you know, some of them do a good job. Others just have to really figure out what they're going to do with it. It wasn't a highlight. I was going to ask who did this. I saw on Instagram, Game Elite, from the Memorial Day Classic, mm-hmm. they had clips from a 16, 17s, and a couple other teams. They all mushed into one. It was actually a pretty good video. That was actually pretty good. I'm not sure who did that. But they had a nice little camera. It was good quality, like yeah. it's 4K. It's put together, but it wasn't a it wasn't a mixtape though. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So what's another one, man? I thought you gonna name. I thought you gonna name. Oh no, uh, the kid I was, that I was gonna name. Conversations. Hold on, we. Oh no, Zach you good? Collins. Huh? I mean Zion Collins. I, I, he's on my. He's on my list too. Uh, I that kid. Because he's super explosive. Whew. He's super. He was probably the most athletic kid there. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. It sounds like you um, heard what I said. Yes, he is. One thing about him today, I didn't see the first day. 
he shot the ball so well and he could he was looking for his shot and he knows where his spots are which i like in, in mm -hmm. a young kid that know where their spots are and he was making them swishing them and he shot it so well mm -hmm. it's not like i'm hating on him but he shot it so well like did he just have a good shooting day he shot it so well mm -hmm. i was like man do you shoot the mm -hmm. ball like that on a normal basis with that athleticism yeah, that's yeah, scary right right because if he does that that's going to change his life yep yeah. but so he kept making them and he had to look on his face like i do this he when he had to look like man i'm i'm, I'm on today he, he had it like that's what i expect to do so Mm -hmm. I had to take him. I had to take his game at face value without saying. I'm gonna go watch him at Peach Jam because he's gonna be playing playing for Team Loaded. Yeah. Because the other team didn't make it to Peach Jam. So I'm gonna go gotcha. check him out in some games over there. Then Unarmor's coming in, what three or four weeks, and get to mm -hmm. catch some of those kids again. Catch him on the rebound. Right. Um, another kid that I like was the Damon Howard kid out of Indiana. He plays with Indiana Elite as well. And he was he was pretty shifty for a little guard. Oh, what's his Indiana number? Let's see if I got the right number on it. What number was he? They have him listed at 77 on my list. And what's his name? Damon mm -mm, Howard, just like the university. I got Reed on there. No, that's not that. Right. No, yeah. Uh-uh. Then, um, like we already talked about Cam Ward. He's, he was he was solid. Another kid I like that, again, just circling back a little bit, um, Caleb Wilson from Georgia and Holy Innocence High School with Coach Mario Mays there. So he actually yep. was able to showcase his skills that we've already seen. No, Georgia. you seen. <laughs> I ain't seen. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just yeah, getting back. Yeah, that's true. Um, I've had a chance to see, and and it was good for me in this sense because, yes, he started as a freshman at Holy Innocent, had a great freshman campaign, in in all things considered. You know what I'm saying for freshmen, and uh, then to be able to compete against some guys on the national level, really is uh, is a good testament on. On what the young man is doing in his game and, and working at it i learned something about him today that was very refreshing because guys y'all go back i don't remember what podcast it was we were talking about this but you and me was talking about we like camps because we get to know the player and get to see him in a mm -hmm. different set so you get to talk to him mm -hmm. and i talked to him today and he said something to me that I, I wasn't going to say this on air, but I'm going to say it on air because I think it make him look good. It's not bad. It look, like him, make him look good. He said he hate mm -hmm. camps. So I don't like camps. He said, there's no team playing here. He said, I like to play team ball. I like to play basketball the right way. And it's hard to play the right way in this setting. I'm like, whoa, man. Listen, that, that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me because he really doesn't attend too many camps. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, he, he he'll he's a, he's attended a handful, but like you said, he really I mean he is a team guy. I mean, the kid had about four or five triple doubles this this year, and I'm hoping if his parents or whoever is listening, 
they don't come at me for mis misholding the number. But yeah, he which McCoy, he seriously had about man, one of his first attempts at a triple double, he finished with eight points, eleven boards, and eleven assists. <laughs> that he, the kid was mad that he didn't get the triple double. And it wasn't, you know, he was just like, I, I like I like what I do. You know what I mean? I like being able to play as a team. And that's that's the value he has that most people don't understand. Yep. Uh-huh. He going I'm gonna come up with a good nickname for him. How you what you were talking about when we were talking about I'm gonna come up with a good nickname for him. Mm-hmm. I mean the kid the kid is, you know, he's a different breed and I and all I hope and, and, and for him is that he he remains level-headed and humble, you know, because this game could take kids all over the place and could stretch them out. And, you know, as long as his camp and his peoples keep him level-headed, man, he's going to be, he's going to be all right. I just want him to play his ball in Georgia. I may, I may, I, it called me selfish, but I don't think he need to lead a state of Georgia to play. I think he no, play he, here. He, he, probably, he, he probably won't, you know what I mean? But, like I said, I'd love for him to stay at Holy Innocent. I mean, it's I'm not talking about. Have. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about summer. He plays for Alabama Fusion too, and he plays at, on at the Dennis Scott's team. He plays on both teams. I like him stay. I mean, but he, if if honestly, if he got with the with one of the pro, with right program, like he could. It's it's again the thing that 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 probably puts him out towards Alabama Fusion is again he wants to play on the EYBL and if the EYBL if the team's here they're not gonna rock with them and then I don't see why they wouldn't but there's only one there's only one EYBL EYBL team here now right uh yes yes Yes. I can stand I can see that yeah so that's part of the reason I mean because he's playing with the you know the shooter's paradise but Mm -hmm. you know yeah he's if he wants to play in the eybl he's got to go somewhere where they'll let him do it Mm -hmm. now i don't i don't want people to get mad at me but he i hate to say this but i'm gonna tell tell the truth to chain though he's like a game elite type player that's the type of player Mm -hmm. they like those type of players yeah dudes that got different types of versatility and I mean, the thing about it, it, it comes down to simply this. It's just who's got the right infrastructure to coach the kid up to do well. That's yep. that's just the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Who has the correct infrastructure to get the kid to to play at his best potential? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like how these programs, it's kind of weird, but how these programs are in Georgia, you kind of look and see the personality of the player. And the game is like he'll fit with that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like we all know it's the worst kept seeking in, in Atlanta. If you're a Hollywood type player, you, you're gonna seek out the Georgia Stars. And it's not not that's mm-hmm. no not, but that's just what it is. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's it's the kind of things that they are they are working on. You know, you just gotta, you know, again, put it, put in a situation where he could, he could be successful. And like I said, certain programs have a great, infra, great infrastructure for it. The other, some of them don't. Another kid from Georgia who represented well, 
was Amir Taylor from Grayson. You know, the big man, big kid, big young fella. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, you know yes, yes. He, and he's another one in a camp like this won't won't really shine out, but he actually did. You know, he's not jumping, hanging on to the rim and all this other stuff. He's actually playing. You know, and and you and I both know this were some old school stuff, back to the basket stuff. But he's got such good hands and can finish and do so many other different things that, yeah, I just kind of, I just kind of sit there and go, you know what, he he's gonna be overlooked because he's not, you know, for the top twenty game, for example, because he's not dunking on the rim and all those other hey, stuff. Man, get out my is, head! Get kid, out my head! The kid, <laughs> <laughs> the kid, the kid is a talent, man. The kid is a talent. And he's gonna he's gonna be perfectly fine over there, at Grayson. I met him and his mother the beginning of the spring season. I didn't know who they played for, and, and you know how moms are with their kids, Mama Bear. And she she mm-hmm. emphasized that he was the Gwinnett. If I if I remember correctly, he was Gwinnett's freshman player of the year over oh, there, yeah. Grayson. Yeah, I mean he. Yeah, he he played, you know, he played his tail off, and he he was starting and doing what he had to do. So I mean, he's definitely on the rise. Grayson got some players now. Yes, they do. I said to myself, young too. I said to myself with this kid, we're talking about. I say, when it's all said and done, he just in the middle of the pack at this camp. But he's gonna be one of the best players that attended this camp when it's all said and done. When mm-hmm. I seen him, cause I went up to him, I said, "Man, you you played good today." I was watching him, watching him play. I thought he was an out of town kid too. Clay says, "Oh, that's a guy from Game Elite." And I said, "Okay, he's not on C, uh, CJ Brown's team. That got to be the kid from Grayson." And now, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm here, yeah. And I think he's gonna be one of one of the better players when it's all said and done that attended the camp that wasn't the better players now even he held us on I could see that mm-hmm. in him well again it goes back to um hey we got a kid who doesn't make it that doesn't mean he can't get it done you know what I'm saying that's it that's that's where like I, I tell kids all the time I'm like just because you didn't make the all-star team don't make it don't mean that you're not good enough to play. You know what I'm saying? That don't, yeah, you you gotta leave the all-star game stuff around. I mean, all-star game, since I've been around, always, I guess, I hate to use absolutes, always and always have been political anyway. Mm -hmm. I remember when I didn't get picked for things and blah, blah, blah. And I learned, like, not saying everybody on it but it'd be one or two kids on there like dude i'm, I'm better than that dude why well, i'm not on there right and i had to learn this political i don't know one mm-hmm. all-star game ain't even the nba look it, it's it is and you know sometimes like i say you you can outplay someone and still not get selected or you could be outplayed and realize that yo you you still got a lot more work to do so it's just a matter of um, making sure that they just keep working on their game regardless of what happens. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this. If I met that camp and I wanted to coach that camp and I brought some players, I'm going to fight for my players being the All-Star game. Well, of course. 
It's just, it's just how it is. Just, and, the, and the coach posed to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're supposed to do that for sure. What's an, what's another player you got, man? Um, I heard a lot about the uh, Jerry Easter kid, and he showed me some stuff that you know I can see where a lot of people are, are excited about him, and I look forward to seeing some more about him. Um, another kid that I was yeah, really I need to see more with Jerry Easter. I need to see more. Yeah, um, another kid that I was impressed with was Jasper Johnson, the lefty, number 98. Oh, is he from Tennessee or Kentucky or something like that? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I met his dad. I met his dad. That kid is pretty daggone good. Mm -hmm. Like he, like it took me a few games to watch him to be like, to see it because, you know, sometimes he was just going through the motions, but then he finally got into gear and and took took care of business and another kid that was interesting to me was frank monino yep you know number 108 mm-hmm. you know he was he was like what i loved more about him is not just playing in the regular games but then when the all-star game came he still managed to compete at a high level and and do what was what was definitely important into his game. So his, he, his family, they down to earth. They say, you ever come up to uh, Washington DC? And I pointed at my son and he ain't know why I was pointing at mm-hmm. my son. I said, that's the last time I've been to Washington DC. I was his age. <laughs> so it's like, I never been there, but I have been there. So man, you ever come up here, man, let us know. Well, I appreciate that. He, um, we interviewed him yesterday. And I kind of did this already, and I kind of understood this, but he actually spelled out what I do and other people do. He actually, once he gets on a new team and get around new people, he scouts, all he does is scouts his teammates. He does Mm -hmm. team scout evaluation, so he'll know how they play and operate where he could better accommodate his players and be a team player. And I'm not a real big Coach K K fan, but – Mm-hmm. Coach K knows basketball. I'd be a fool to say he don't know basketball. And one of the things right. he says is very important in basketball is communication and talking. He said the quiet teams lose games. And Frankie True. was saying the number one thing we have to do, this kid's 16 years old or 15. Number one we got to do when we get, have a new team, we got to do a lot of talking because we don't know each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a 15-year-old saying this. And Coach Case, he got trouble with 18 and 19-year-olds doing this. It happens. It happens. That's that's the reason why Bradley Beal's video is going viral because of so many different things that 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 kid gets at 16 that his 17, I mean, excuse me, at 15, that his 17s aren't getting. Mm -hmm. Yep. What I like about that kid, too, is... He knows how to play. I seen a, a play did on day one, drove to the basket hard. Once I got a feel for how he play, I kind of anticipated what he's going to do, and I was watching. He drove hard to the mm-hmm. baseline, came up, rose up on the rim, 
and he knew the guy's super athletic, so he knew the guy want to slap glass with the ball. So yeah. he showed the ball on that side and did a windmill layup on him while he's slapping glass on one side, he's laying the ball up on the other side. I said, I, I had a sneaky feeling he's going to do that. He sized that guy up. The guy fell for it. Mm. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, that's the one I was going to mention if you didn't mention. But we got- oh, no. Nah. Frank, 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 Frank made, made sure I was paying attention. <laughs> that's for sure. And... Those that dunk he caught off the rim rebound. Mm-hmm. I think that might have been the mm-hmm. first time he ever did that because he was very excited and he asked me, Did I get it? And I felt bad and told him no. Um, I was getting in position <laughs> to try to get out on court and y'all playing too right. fast. And bam, right when I about to turn the camera on, you got it. Because so I got a couple other dunks, but I that one I wanted to be. I actually, I almost cursed, the, I almost cursed the top of my lungs when we made that dunk, actually. <laughs> I had to I had to catch myself. When he did it, I was like, oh, out of all the plays here, I love to have one. I had the perfect angle on it when nobody was in my way. It, I had a clear path. You could see what he was doing. I could just see the slow-mo that where he got it palm in his hand and then put it regular speed, pushing it down in. I was like, oh, man. Out of all the clips, I had the perfect angle on that clip. Nice play, and I'm not even yeah, recording. Hmm. No, but absolutely. No, another kid on there. Yeah, he's he's from the Miami area. He played he played with that Night Riders team. I don't know if this is a correct oh, thing. He Dante Allen, Dante Allen, or Dante Allen. I think number seventy four. I don't know if that's correct. Amir Taylor. No, that can't be him because he ain't no six no, eight. No, <laughs> no Amir, Amir Taylor is the kid from Grayson. Yeah, they got the Amir wrong Taylor's numbers. The kid from Grayson. Yes. But he was 119 if you got him on video. But the kid that you're talking about is Dante Allen, if I'm not mistaken. He, he rolled sure. his ankle, too. He would have played in the game, but he rolled his ankle. Oh, okay. No, he played it. This kid played in the game. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. He, Dante, yeah, Dante played in the game. This guy rolled his ankle. He's a teammate of Dante's. Hmm, gotcha. Yeah, he. At first, I thought he might have been. And that's what I love about basketball when you're watching basketball. His teammate, mm-hmm. Dante's teammate, I thought might have been the best point guard at the camp. I just kept seeing him playing. And so you only record everything. So I was recording his team. Plus, Caleb was on that mm-hmm. team, so I get good footage from Caleb. Then the Kentucky kid played for Volcano Elite. On the other end, just talking and just killing. He just cooking and cooking. I was like, damn. At the third time, like, nah, I think he's good, but this dude right here could cook. I said, me, me start yeah. watching him. He just three-pointers. Then he going to the hole. He he had a good feel for the game. When he know you're trying to stop him, not letting him score, he's going to look to score. He bringing three people to him, passing over the shoulder, Hitting big man, hitting people for threes. And he said something to me at the beginning of the day. Kind of made me mad because I hate when kids do this, especially when they're not good. He was good. So once I realized that was him, did I was mad. I'm like, okay, he's good enough to do what he just did. He came and jumped in the camera and said something crazy in the camera. I was like, oh, my God, we got one of these. 
And then I watched him a couple of games later. I'm like, oh, no, this kid can play. He actually could back up what he's saying. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not real mad about that at all no more. Mm. Gotcha. I think we pretty much what I have to say we we have covered everybody that of needs to be covered. I don't think we miss anybody. Correct. I'm not saying other people no, didn't have a good camp, anybody. but the standout, the standout players. I think mm-hmm. we did good. On that. Right. And we got a couple well, players too good. in the USA in the USA uh eighteen and under. Yo, listen. Stefan Stefan Cast Stefan Castle and um Collier not Collier, uh Kane and Carlisle. Mm-hmm. You know I love that both kid. Representing, we're both representing the state of Georgia and I love and I love the castle kid. And that that doesn't mm-hmm. mean I don't love Carlisle before anybody gets all upset about it. But yes, I love I love both of them guys and big fan and of Castle. He's you know, his game is meant for both international play and play here in the States. So definitely. Yep. We me and my partner on the on Jim Ryan Insider, he back up out of out of the weed work too. Now he, I guess I came back. Now he's more motivated and he called himself retiring. I just called him out of blue just to talk to him out of retirement. He, mm-hmm. He's basketball burned out. He called himself retiring. And I told mm-hmm. him what I was doing and here's some of the podcasts with you and me. He actually listened to, actually no hurt. No, he actually almost listened to every single podcast. And he blew my okay. phone up like, oh, man, this is dope, man. I didn't know you was doing it. I said, I just got back in it. You said you retired. You're not doing this no more. Like, man, I want a piece of the action. I got to be on this podcast, too. I got I got, I got something to say. I was like, you already know you you already know you're good. You, you've been you one of the day right. ones with Jim Rand Insider. So reason I'm right. bringing that up, right. we actually going to have a 18 and under podcast talking about the whole complete roster. He's so stoked about okay. it. He said, man, I don't even have a podcast run. You know, I got to do, I got to do my research, do my homework, all these things. So we know about every single player. He, he's going to make, he's literally going to make a notes on every single player to talk about. I love it. <laughs> That's I how love he it. is. So I was going to try to do the podcast yesterday. He said he's not ready. He's still doing, doing evaluation on each player. So he won't look like a fool on here. Then I know he's not ready today, but if you want to join that podcast and have all of us on there talking about that 18 other team and you're welcome to be on that, man. I'll, I'll let you know when he oh, ready doing his valuations. Oh, this particular 18 and under crew that's playing for USA. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're asking? Yep. Oh, absolutely. I'd so. definitely be down with that. Cause I'm actually going to watch a lot of those games on YouTube if I can. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he really, he really excited, but he want to, he want this to be the perfect podcast. We talking about it. So, Tell me this whole off yeah, absolutely. Look, this, this is going to be some solid content available for everyone. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yep. Yeah. So let's go and get out that social media, man, before we get out of here. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, again, as always, I love, love being on the podcast with you and being able to recognize a lot of these basketball players. 
anybody interested in following me, reading more content, they can see me on Twitter at BTS underscore report, Instagram, BTS report all together. And then on my website, baseline to sideline.com would love to be able to have y'all subscribe, connect free subscription, all writings are free. You know, I'm not like some of these other networks, you know, I just want to be able to have, give y'all the information y'all need on the athletes that we cover. Guys, ain't lying. I basically got to kick them off the show. We can record for hours. <laughs> we can talk basketball for true. hours. I like, man, I know he got something to do and I got something to do, but it's just Absolutely. too good. The content is good. We're just flowing. So, yeah. Yeah. When you're going to have some articles up on oh, uh, Super. I should have I, I, I should have that up by Wednesday. That's my goal, is to have it up by Wednesday. Yeah, tweet it to me, man, so I can retweet it out and, I will. and, and read them because you're a different set of eyes and you see things I don't see on the court. And that's why I'm telling some of the mm-hmm. parents, that, like, hey, you're going to have another podcast today i said yeah it's actually gonna probably be better because you're not gonna just hear my mouth you're gonna hear somebody else seeing something that i didn't see because i knew more people was coming i didn't know who was coming i said yeah i have one of one of the analysts who comes one of the scouts that come be on the show and they have a different angle on it so that worked out good no yeah i appreciate it look it was good seeing you for sure that's why i was like oh yeah my man hip-hop here so i know we I knew, I knew as soon as I saw you, I was like, oh, yeah, we doing a podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that jet of mine. You're on the same wavelength. We just, te- what is it, telepathic? We just look yeah, at each other and, and, and trade thoughts and we don't even say nothing. So it's going to be good, yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah, we good. I was like, we good. We're going we gonna to be ready again. And we so. will be having a, some kind of video this week of the Super Soft. I'm going, I'm going to display the first video of the season from Jen right inside the first mixtape. We're going to do something. I'll put it like this. Whoever had the best clips, I'm not going to discriminate. Whoever got the best clips can make the best, best mix because I don't have time to make a lot of this. So that's who's going to get the treatment, special treatment. They're going to put a mm-hmm. mix on that, on that particular person and put that out by the end of the week. And people saying they're having trouble finding the podcast online because I have to Send a letter. It's going to cost me a couple hundred dollars, like $500 at the cheapest. I have to get a lawyer to send over a letter to people who have been using my name and they have a podcast similar with the same name, but talking about soccer and people finding that and they making it hard to find this podcast when they search online. Because if you just type in mm-hmm. license to ball, you could tell they went online and seen my name. It's okay. We're just going to use, we're going to piggyback off what he's doing. Cause they didn't even try to spell it different. They spell it exactly like, and another thing I know they cheated. They like, they stole from me because I'm dyslexic. Most mm. people don't put, I put all three words together cause I'm dyslexic. It looks better to me that way in my eyes. Yeah, everybody else might be like, man, why are you doing that? Look crazy. It looks normal to me mm. when I look at it. Usually you don't put three words together. You spread them out. They did that. Because like with Jim Rat Insider, when people spell out Jim Rat Insider, they, they put it all three three different words. I have it as one word because it looked better on my eyes to me as, as one word. So I know when they went online, they seen these things, they spelled it exactly the same way. That's going to help my case even more because I actually want to get their Instagram taken down because when you look on Instagram, it's hard. To, I'm like third or fourth. They up at the top mm-hmm. because I never started a license of ball Instagram. 
They went in and took right. that spot, yeah. and then they got on Apple, and they turned up all these slots for me. So, make a long story short, I know went around the corner and digress, but you had to type in "license of ball podcast" or "license ball show" with the Kyrie Kyrie Irving picture for the people who are having trouble finding. So God knows how many hits they get when people push play and they heard they talking about soccer, and then mm-hmm. just quit on looking for what we doing. No, and they don't make no more podcasts. That's the crazy thing about it. Alfonso, they don't even do it. They did five podcasts a year and a half ago. Yeah, because they was inside board. Mm-hmm. That's just real. <laughs> That's what it was. Everybody was inside, you know, under punishment mm-hmm. because 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 of the pandemic. So they was just like, oh, let's just do this, and that's why they, you know. But you'll get it back. I know that much. Mm-hmm. It's just sad I got it's sad I got I'm gonna spend a couple of G's on a lawyer. I got somebody else trying to use Gen Right Insider too. <laughs> it's unbelievable in this world. Man, these people are so unoriginal and they not I think they doing they have they it's a guy who he's a personal trainer, do weight trainer. And he's okay, piggybacking off Gen Right Insider. Yeah, that's got nothing to do with Gen Right. Like you know, in the in the terms that we we all like to use it, right? Exactly. These guys, are something else, man. They ain't yeah. so unoriginal. They go online and look up some stuff. Like, oh yeah, I gonna use this. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, man, it's so frustrating. No, no. Well, it's well, it's funny because even when people are like, yo, why did you name it BTS and all this other stuff? I was like, it's based on two sideline. I was like, I didn't name it out of the K-pop group, but I will say this though. I be getting some traction from Asian waters and countries who <laughs> are K-pop fans, so uh-huh. I'm not even. But you know, again, mine spells out baseline two sideline, mm-hmm. not not um, not whatever their their group name is. So mm-hmm. I feel you. I understand. All right, man. Yeah. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, and uh, look, I look forward to hearing what what this final cut sounds like. But more importantly look forward to knowing that the page is growing because subscribers and fans and basketball fans this is the spot to be at you know yep. with hip-hop and myself when it comes to basketball yes work yeah i want to appreciate it all y'all joining and listening to the show show's constantly growing like i know we're gonna have we probably gonna have i don't i think we had north carolina already but those northern states, Virginia, West Virginia, and the D.C. Maryland area, come down here, check out the stats. It's going to be pretty good. You can find us on all major platforms. Subscribe and share. Please retweet this stuff out. Tell people. Right now we got a word of mouth text message movement. But please do this more on social media. Till next time. Peace.